This is Saturday, September 17th. You ever wonder what the next generation is going to be like and how we can help shape that generation for good? Those being born today are said to be part of a generation called Alpha. Alpha generation technically began in 2010, which is coincidentally the year when the first iPad was released by Apple. <laughs> yes, this is a digital generation. The generation was given this name, the first letter of the Greek alphabet, because they are the first generation of a completely new century. They represent the start of something new rather than the continuing of something old. Now, this generation doesn't hold a book in its hands, but a device for viewing and gaming. This generation is mobile. It's global, digital, visual, and online social. This generation enjoys the world and relationships from the distance of technology. There is online freedom, but they often live in fear of non-virtual contacts. They like fidget spinners, virtual reality headsets, inspirational leaders, and continuous marketing. They spend more time building and protecting their online persona and identity than their real-life one. Or better, they see their online identity as who they really are, blurring the lines between the live and virtual worlds. They have developed amazing eye-hand hand-eye coordination, and they become experts in how to use technology. And technology isn't something they feel that's outside of them, it almost feels like a part of them. They can become listless and struggle without access to technology and without a device in their hands. As a result of the world they're growing up in, here are some of the things this generation struggles with. A reduced attention span, an inability to concentrate, declining social abilities in face-to-face -face relationships, less development of imagination and creativity, an increase in anxiety, depression, and loneliness. Now here's our text for today. Romans chapter 12, verse 9 to 18. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope. Patient in affliction. Faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. And if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Now we ask, hearing about the Alpha generation, how can we influence them? I like the teaching Paul gives to the Roman Christians. He is applying the gospel and explaining how to live as Christ followers in a deeply pagan environment and kingdom. Here's an application of Christian love that works 
wonders with people. This is love in action, as shown to outsiders. Love means siding with what is good and learning to affirm the good when you see it, finding ways you can commend the next generation. They have a hunger for life and exploration, and that is good. They want so much from life, and that is good too. You see, these are, and there are so many other points of contact and ways to connect with the alphas. They also need to see real relationships of devotion, what friendship really is, not based on passing virtual connections, but on a love from God that never fails. Alphas are hungry for this love, and the hunger will only grow as time moves forward. Then, there's a learning to honor and respect others. And in many ways, the online world is like the Wild West. People are shamed and rejected, and it can be pretty ruthless out there. What would it look like to honor others? To really care how people were treated, and to tamp down disrespect and dishonor that seems so alive and at work in the social online world. To really care how people are treated. You see, love builds others up. Love bears all things. The online world can become a contest for being liked and gaining status. But this was not the way of Jesus. He gave up his status to serve and love us. How can we learn to give preference to others? Then there is spiritual fervor. Yes, as you walk with Christ, there is joy and peace and delight in God. And you show a faith that others will be drawn toward. Yes, don't forget hope. Today, when people may be speaking against the young people of our age, what if we held on to hope? We know that God is working among our young people. We see a vibrant faith in so many of them and the great sacrifices many of them are making to follow Jesus when it's not popular to do so. And why not pray for the Alpha generation? This will become the largest generations in number in all of human history, over two billion. Can we not gather parents and grandparents and followers of Jesus to pray for the coming generation? You see, this is the way of gospel love. We look to God to work among them, to pour His Spirit upon them. So let's put away our conceit. Yes, we put away the notion that our generation has gotten everything right and theirs is getting life so wrong. We can clearly see that we too have needed the love of God and the redeeming power of God's grace. Every generation does. And this helps us to see them with humility and to pray for them and to love them too. I think this is a good place to begin. And that's really the question. How can we help show them the love of God in Christ? Let's pray. Lord God, teach us your way of love. Help us to trust your ways. Provide to us, we pray, a sustaining hope and the contagious joy that comes from walking with you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.